Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 15. Uh, this week of the year, our family really, really loves and enjoys. It is the week of Halloween. Uh, yesterday was Halloween, and we, every year, we've done it ever since the kids were little. Uh, we do a huge barbecue uh, kind of for everybody who's coming to get candy. So we invite some friends over. We hand out hot dogs, and then all the the people who come, uh, all, all the people that we invite, they sit in kind of a horseshoe around a fire, and then the kids just kind of go by one by one, and they get candy from everybody. It's awesome. It's always so amazing to talk to people and interact with them, and they're like, this is always so cool. And so, I don't know, it's like one of those family traditions that, you know, my son actually came home. Uh, from Grand Canyon University just to be there for it because it's kind of one of those cool Goki family things and we really love. So I hope you had a happy Halloween. I hope it was an awesome time with your friends and your family. And I hope a lot of people got to uh, got to see you say hello and for you to just hand out candy. I think it's one of those really cool opportunities to meet people that you don't really ever get to meet. So it's awesome for us. We really loved it. And uh, it was a it was a great night. So um Reflecting on this passage this week uh, brought for me, again, another um, feeling of, um, um, you know, I, I told you the story about abandonment, you know, like I, we had a, a podcast that I think we did last week on abandonment. And uh, this passage, as I was going through it, it reminded me, it, this has been the cool part about this, honestly, like as I've been working through this passages, it's almost like it's reminding me of some things that I have put away for a long period of time that I haven't thought of. This was one of those stories. I was thinking about, I told you in that episode that my, when my mom had left, how absolutely hard that was and those feelings of abandonment. But I started to remember this week uh, how that went down. I remember we went down on a park bench. There was a park right below kind of where our house was. Our house was on the top of a hill and this park was at the bottom. And my mom told us um, that she was leaving my dad. I remember that. And I remember just running away. I remember being upset. I remember running away, which I never did. I was a very respectful kid and I was really upset and I ran away. But what I remembered to this week was that moment and then also where I ran away to. I ran away to a fort that I had created in the woods. And it was, you know, I had kind of that perfect child life, you know, like we had this massive backyard woods everywhere. You know, I had a machete when I was a kid, like I had axes and all kinds of stuff. And so I would just go out in the woods and be like, you know, like Peter Pan, almost like I would build stuff. And I had, I built my own tree fort and I had trees that I would sit in and, you know, and just watch. And, so I remembered that this week and I thought, wow, it was really interesting. I wonder why, after she told me that, that I ran there. And so I started thinking about that for a minute. I'm like, why was that? Why did I go there? And it, for me, was a place of safety. I, I, I started thinking, that's where I spent a lot of time as a kid, just in that fort. And I would create these scenarios and I would fight wars with people all the way or all, all the way or, you know, all everybody who was coming up against the fort and I would defend it. I would take friends there and, and show them. And it was just this very special, safe place that that I had as a kid. 
And so as I was reading through the Psalms this week, this passage came up and it was like, wow, it triggered all of that in me. And, and it was really, really helpful for me. And I don't know, it made me feel at peace and, and joyful. And I hope as we read through it and learn together, it does the same for you. But it says this, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Oh, Psalms 91, one through two, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the, to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Uh, just beautiful, beautiful words, but be honest. Like right now, wherever you are, just be really, really honest. Have you ever felt lonely as a Christian? Have you ever felt lonely following Jesus? And not like lonely, like no one else is doing it. Because I think a lot of times it's like a lot of people are doing it. Why do I feel so lonely? But lonely like, God, I know you're there, but I don't feel you. Kind of lonely. Do you feel that way right now? Is that what you're going through? Is that what you're struggling with? And I, as I was kind of processing through this for myself and thinking through, I think, yeah, a lot of times I do feel that way. Why do I feel that way? And what is the reality of that feeling? What are the consequences of those feelings? You know, they're honest feelings. They're real feelings. And what I started thinking was this, like homelessness with a home. Like I have a home in Christ. He has said that I am here. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And I, and I do believe those things. I, I do trust those things. But, but I started thinking like, I feel sometimes like I know my home, but I'm homeless. Like I can see it. I can see it, but yet I, I won't go and reside in it. I won't live in it. I can just go like, no, I know it's there. But I just feel so far away from it. And, and, and in many ways, I think so often, that's how many of us live our lives. And it, isn't it interesting that a lot of our instinct is to blame God, right? It's to blame. We'll say, where are you, God? Where are you? Where are you at? You know, I'm here. Where are you? And if, if you really start logically running that out, it's kind of a really silly question. It's a real question. And it's an appropriate question, I do think, but it's kind of a silly question. He's like, I'm right here. I've always been here and I always will be here. Where are you? Where are you? Why are you acting like a homeless person when you have a home in me, right? That's why I love the way David, uh, the, or, or the way the psalmist uh, been, uh, was able to say this, he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide in the shadow of the almighty. Who, who makes that decision? Who, he who takes that initiative, he, he will abide in the shadow of the almighty. It's an us problem. We're the problem. We're the thing that, not God, it's us. The, those things, those feelings that we have are real feelings, but we have to start dealing with ourselves. And, and for honest, that's really hard to do. I mean, we talk a lot about that, right? Like it's really hard to be honest with yourself. It's so easy just to blame God. To go, it's you. And if you would just change and if you would just be different and if you would, no, 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 no. It's us. It's us. We're the problem. 
So then you have to ask the question, I think, what does it mean to abide? If that's what David is saying, he says, he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide in the shadow. What does it mean to dwell? What does it mean to abide? What is it that he's calling us into? What he's calling us into is this, that God is a refuge. Like, have you ever started thinking about that? As God, as your refuge, he's the place that you can run to. So instead of blaming God, like, where are you? It's more like, God, I need you. God, I'm running to you. You are my strong tower. God, you are the thing that I've built my life upon. You are the rock of my salvation. You are the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. I can run to you. I can run to you. Anytime I'm going through uh, hard times or pain or agony, I can run to your my refuge. I started thinking about that word and I started thinking about Syrian refugees. Like they have no home and it started breaking my heart, honestly. And I started thinking though, but how beautiful that they do have a place, that there is some places like even refuge, refuge, refuge countries that invite them in and how, what a gift that is. Like we're, that the God is like that to us. Like when we don't know where to go, when we don't feel at home, when we're stressed out, when we're frustrated or hurt or whatever you're going through, he is your refuge. He's my refuge. Oh, I want to dwell in that shelter. And then it says, he's our fortress. He's our fortress. He's our place of security. He is, he, he, we can feel safe with him. Do you feel safe with God? Not like, you know, I think I grew up as a kid feeling like God was coming to get me. Like he was coming after me. You ever feel that way? You ever feel like, I remember I was sitting with a lady on her, um, on her deathbed. I was sitting with her on her deathbed and, uh, and she was emaciated very near to death and, and, um, and she, she said, like, I've lived a life of sin my whole life. Like, and I deserved this cancer that I have. I deserved it, right? God's coming after me. This is the way he gets me back for all the bad I've done in my life. And he's getting me back. And so finally, he's going to kill me because I've been such a bad person. And so she was telling me all this. And I, I just it was very calm. And I just said, I don't think you and I know the same God because that's not my God. My God's not vindictive. He's not going to get people, (laughs) you know? No, he's a fortress. He's a place in which we can find peace and strength. He is a refuge, a place that we can run to that no matter if we've run away, we can always come home. Like think of the prodigal son. What amazing story of return of a father who brings him back into the home. And why does the son come home? Well, because he found his refuge in other things and it wasn't right. The only place he really felt like he could run to that was safe was, was home with the father, with God, the father. The, the only place of security wasn't in these faraway countries. They were at home and that, that God is our fortress. And he's the one we trust. The writer of the song goes, he's the one we can trust. It's a place that we can depend on. He is dependable. 
Isn't that wonderful? He's a place that brings peace to us. He's dependable. He's trustworthy. He is the same. And we can always know that in his hands, we are fine. We are good. We will make it. Isn't that a beautiful thing to think about? So what does it mean to abide? What does it mean to dwell in the shelter of the Most High? Well, his shelter is a refuge. It's a place that you can run to. Where are you at right now? What are you running from that you need to run to? You know, because he's your refuge. He's near to you. Run to him. Find your refuge in him. Don't find your refuge in, in any human, <laughs> right? Because humans make mistakes. We, we let people down and you're safe with him. You're safe with God. He knows you. He, he, he has a, he knows your future. He knows the plans for you. And so take refuge in him. Like if you want to abide, just just lean in and abide in him as a refuge. Abide in him as a fortress, as a place of protection. You know, that, I think that's what that story started getting me back to. Like when I was thinking about my mom and the hurt and the pain and the running and all that kind of stuff. And that I ran to that place. And the reason why I ran to that place is because I felt like I could trust it. Like it was a fortress, like it was a, a, a place that I felt safe, that I was okay. And, and, and God says, that's me. That's me. You can run to me when things are hard. You can scream out to me. If you read through the Psalms, David is just screaming out to God. Help. Where are you? I need you. Right? We're so often, we, we feel like we're, we have a home, but we're hopeless. He's going, no, 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 no. Run to me. You can trust me wherever you're at right now. Just take that in. And then remember in Revelations where, where, where God says this, I stand at the door and I knock. I stand at the door of your heart and I knock. And what is he doing? He's inviting. He wants to be invited in. He wants to be invited in. And the way that he is able to do that is through Jesus's death and resurrection. That he didn't leave us alone. He did not abandon us. We are not orphans. We have a father. And he's like, listen, you don't have to act like you're homeless. You have a home and your home is in me. And if you try to find it in any other place, you will always feel homeless. You will never truly feel safe. You will never truly feel like you're at home. And you'll always struggle with trusting and faith, all those things. Because if you don't find it in me, you're going to find it in other things and other things are going to let you down. I will not let you down. Find yourself in the shadow of the Almighty. And I love that the profession of you are my refuge, you are my fortress, you are my God. How personal, right? How personal is that in whom I trust? What if today you just said you're my God? And you're my shelter and you're my refuge. And I need to lean into all that is true about you in the midst of all the ambiguity and craziness of life. When we abide in Christ, we finally will be at home. There's so many of you, you're running. Find your place at home in Christ. Abide in Christ and you will finally feel at home. So what do you need to address in order to be at home in Christ. 
What do you need to confess to him? Say it out loud, scream it from the mountaintops, and he can take it. He wants to hear from you that you could confess, finally confess, you're my refuge, you're my fortress, you're my God in whom I trust. Maybe you just say that over and over and over today. Maybe that'll be helpful. So may we be aware of your presence, O Lord, like a refuge and a shelter. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.